of Derech Hashem, the Hagdama, and thereby paving the way for us to begin next week. Next week we will actually launch the Sefer uh, properly from the uh, beginning of the, from the first parak, the first chapter. Today we will wrap up the introduction of the Ramchal. Um, what the Ramchal has been telling us is insights into studying, insights into the pursuit of knowledge, insights into gaining knowledge, and and really much more than that. It wasn't so much insights into the pursuit of knowledge as much as it was insights into the workings of our mind, how our mind works and how our mind needs to be attended to whenever we're pursuing knowledge. And the mind wants clarity, but clarity not just in terms of the topic itself, clarity in terms of the greater picture. Ultimately, where does this fit? Where does this go? Where are we? Where do we locate ourselves? How do we put everything together? And, 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 and uh, said the Ramchal that this is a double-edged sword. The, the razor-sharp sword of the mind, the scimitar of the mind, is one that wants to slice and dice and have everything carved up with precision. And when that cannot be satisfied, then this boomerangs back at us, and the mind is very, very, very uh, discouraged from the pursuit of knowledge. When the mind is attempting to slice and, and put things together, and the mind, our minds, grasp the fact that we, you know, are kind of lost, are kind of sinking down in the mud, and I, I, you know, one very specific, specific, specific detail we have refined to the nth degree, but. What is that detail doing? Where does it fit? What is it? What, how does it work together with everything else? That we have no idea. The mind is very, is, is very, is very um, nervous about it. Very anxious, and, and and very discouraged from pursuing whatever this is. So that's the Ramchal told us. At all times, we have to be mindful of categories and subcategories and things fit together, and and different ways of summarizing and anal- analyzing. And that was a very in the middle. We got really. So Drake, maybe we got we got very very turned around and around and around by all the Ramchal's carousel of of um, his, his carousel of categories over here. And what the Ramchal did for us yesterday, he showed us that really it just comes down to one or two basic ideas, and and the basic ideas are really the basics. And so the Ramchal, all everything else, you know, notwithstanding what, what is critical is that when we are learning, delving into our study, Talmudic Torah study, and any other study, we have to be aware at all times of um, the very basics of what we're learning and how to summarize it in its basic form and the basics within the basics. That's what we started off with yesterday. So I have to be able to define for myself what is the basic topic that's at hand. And what are the basic ideas within that basic topic? We gave an example yesterday, like something like shlicha. So, like, what am I discussing right now? What, what, what is this? What, what is the topic at hand? Topic at hand is, is shechita. Okay, well, I'm talking about the sugi of shechita right now. Shechting an animal. Well, what are the basics within that? The basics within that is maybe, you know, shechita is a process. What shechita needs to do. Shechita takes an animal that's otherwise forbidden to eat and makes it permitted to eat. So shechita is some kind of matir, we would say. Some kind of press which which generates a header. That's all just getting a, a basic parametizing as, a, action of, of, of the basics. And if I have the basics, again, as we saw yesterday, I don't have to w- be walking around with volumes of details in my mind. Is uh, 
is is um, you know um, the, the ideas of shchita mitchila vad soif in English shchita elu besoif and is it ongoing is it not ongoing and and uh, is 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 it uh, it's in in the shoichet is it in the shchita these are all like details when we delve into it further. We're not expected to have all those details mamish on our fingertips, but when we have the basics worked out, we encounter the details elsewhere. We have a solid framework within which we can we, we have everything neatly assembled. And when we're learning it itself, I, I, I was able to define for myself what I'm what I'm busy with at that shchita. I, I know where I am. I, I am here. But now let's see. Let's go further. There's one more item that this has to be conjoined with to make sure that our learning is appealing to us. Our learning is appetizing. Our learning is encu- we're encouraged to learn. And, and this is what we're going to see in the second to last paragraph of here in the introduction. And we're going to take it all the way home today. Bez Hashem. And let's see right now. When we're talking about knowing the basics, you have to at least know the Aleph base. The Aleph base is, what am I learning right now? Shechita. And Shechita is a process. And, and as a process, it has, it has rules. One of those, there's, there's different rules. Five different rules that you have to follow when you're doing Shechita. Okay? These are the basics. But... More than that, to, together with that, is to know where it begins and where it ends. Meaning, Shrita is a concept that has a beginning point and point, has, has, has lines within which we, can te- we delineate the concept of Shrita. And outside of those lines, there's other concepts also. There's concepts above Shrita, there's concepts below Shrita, there's concepts to the right, there's concepts to the left. What does that mean? I'm going to speak this at Atzah. We're going to see the Ramchal tell us inside. Any concept in, 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 in learning and wisdom and Chachma and Torah has its definitions of where it begins and ends. And again, the Seichel always wants definitions. The Seichel wants parameters. The Seichel wants boundaries. But when I see where Shechita begins and ends, I know, okay, to the right of Shechita is maybe something else that looks like Shechita. Shechita is a matir. It's a way of making something mutter. So maybe there's other processes which make things mutter. Truma. Truma maybe could be just to the right of Shechita, because Truma takes something which is Azra to eat. You do a process, you take off Truma, take, and you transform Tevel to Chulun. Hey, I, I, that's something similar to Shechita, but it's not Shechita, it's Shechita, Shechita, and Afrashas Truma is Afrashas Truma. I see there's, there, there's par- parallel concepts, side by side. And maybe there's something above Shechita. What does it mean something that's above Shechita? There may be something that's below Shechita also. What does it mean that something below Shechita? Something above the concept, where the concept ends over here, but there's something above the concept that means what generated that concept? Every concept ultimately can be traced back to some other concept. When we're talking about generalities, now again, this sounds very technical, but, but we're going to try to simplify things because this is another very basic concept, and that's where the Ranchal wraps up his Hakdama with a few basic points within all of the details, because these basic points can take us and accompany us and enhance our learning wherever we go in that journey of learning, on the journey of life, in the journey of learning. Every concept can really be traced back to something more basic. All the basics have something which is more basic, and that can be traced back and back and back until I get to a, a building block concept. And that's the way Torah always works. So Shechita, Shechita is, is a way of taking a live animal, and making that live animal lunch, going from a live animal to lunch, going from bison to breakfast, 
going from going from um, sheep to supper. That's what shechita is. Okay, so shechita is, 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 is that's what shechita is doing. It's taking something that I can't eat, making it something that I can eat. Then I ask myself, okay, but where's where's like is shechita ultimately linked to something else? Something on top of shechita that generates shechita is 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 shechita coming from something even more basic? <laughs> and, and the answer is yes, because if we think about it, you know, what does this mean? Let, let's let's play this out together. Shechita is taking something that an animal that, that Jews are allowed to eat and giving it um, a heterachila. But immediately we see a number of things. We see that there are live animals that I'm allowed to eat and there's live animals that I can't eat. Things where shechita works and things where shechita doesn't work. And even the things that I can eat... You need, again, you need this thing called shechita. So the, the step above shechita is understanding the topic of maicholos um, of, asurus of, of, of and maicholos mutaris altogether. That there is a greater category of, of, uh, of food. There's something called food. There's something called what I can eat, what I can't eat. And after I figure out what I can eat and what I can't eat, then Hashem says, okay, now, now that you know there's animals that you could eat, so there's a way, specific way you have to make them mutarti, and that's shechita. In other words, but before... I really figure out shechita. You have to trace shechita back to what comes before shechita, and that's the concept of of a behema tamea and a behema tahira in general, right? And then before that, I have to ask myself: Was that always the case? And wait, no. There was a time that that, that that no one could eat any animals, you know, by by noich. And how did that work? And, and and we go back and further and further and further until we get to the basic building blocks. So everybody understand this with the Ramchal's about to speak out. Uh, and that's when we trace concepts upwards. That's a, a, what's above shechita. There's, there's things that are below shechita. What's, what's below shechita? All the details that we talked about before. You know, is shechita an ongoing process? Is it What are the five psulim? The details of those psulim. Is shechita is, is a heter of shechita? Where's the heter? Shechita is a heter. Does the heter come from the, 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 the person? Is it coming from the knife? Is it coming from the action? That's when you take shechita downwards. So all concepts in Chachma, in wisdom, in Torah especially, can go sideways, can go up, and can go down. Going sideways is branching out to related concepts, which are not the same concept. That would be, like, as we gave an example of Hafashas Truma. That's sideways. Going downwards are all the details within Shechita. How it works, when it works, where it doesn't work, and, and all the, the hows and the whens and the whys and the wheres. Above Shechita is what are the basic building block concepts of which shechita is really coming as a detail to that. What's generating shechita? The same way shechita generates its details, something generates shechita. What generates shechita? The basic concept of Maicholos Asuris, Behemoth Tameya, Behemoth Tahira. There's something called eating. There's something, once there's something called eating, there's rules what I can't eat, what I can't eat. And even what I can't eat, there's a way that you, that you, you can eat it, where you can't eat it. And where'd that come from? Where'd that come from? Where'd that come from? Everybody thought that's when you go upwards. So that's what the Ramchal is going to tell us in the close over here. That's the other critical property of, of, of information that has to be categorized and defined and delineated when we make our journeys through 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 uh, through wisdom, through Chachma, through Torah, all the other detail, all the, all the other categorizations and, and, and all that other stuff that are it's good for us to know about that. But when it, when, when it comes down to it and all is said and done, what we have to hang on to is a, the basics, make sure we know the basics, the basics of the information that's at hand. Defining the basics. Okay, shechita. What is shechita? Shechita is a matir. 
It's a matir. It's a way of taking an animal that you can't eat, making it something that you can't eat. It has basic ways that you have to do that. And then seeing where it's coming from and where it's going. Being able to see, once I set up those parameters and, 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 the, and the, the lines that delineate it, so what's shchita, what's not shchita, what's to the side of shchita, what does shchita generate in terms of its details, and what, where is shchita coming from. And if we do this, whenever we approach any subject in learning, the mind is satisfied, the mind is gratified, the mind is appeased, the mind is getting what it wants, the mind is being located is able to locate itself in the greater, greater, greater map of, of Shas, of Torah, and the mind is in a state of menucha. The mind is very satisfied, is very interested in pursuing this information. And that's, he's going to, he's going to, so let's see that now inside this final idea of, of, of what we have to hang on to and what we have to be um, <clears throat> mindful of when we are minding the mind and, 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 and uh, working with our mind, says the Ramchal, Vafilu Dvarim. So, in other words, part of getting the parameters and defining is seeing what's on the sides and what's above and what's below. Vafilu Dvarim Shanirim Betchila Nedari Hatolda. Even if I'm delving into a matter that I, I don't see immediately what this generates, what, what this leads to, what, 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 what is below this concept. The total means the details that this generates. Even if I'm learning something, I say, well, I don't see any nafkamina from this. I don't see what this could affect. I don't see what this could generate, how this could lead to further pursuits. Says the Ramchal, make sure you still file it away. Any concept in wisdom, any concept in, in, in Chachma, any concept in Torah is always going to have some applications, always going to have some downward movements, always going to generate some type of activity below it, where it can be applied, and therefore how it will have to be applied, and therefore understanding how it works. And even if I don't see immediately where, let's say, these details make a difference over here, there certainly will be other details that will make a difference elsewhere. Therefore, being that the basic topic at hand that I'm learning right now, shchita or shlichus or whatever it may be, is going to have details that will affect other other areas and and will create practical applications. That's why the principle itself, the idea itself, has to be you know clearly understood. In its parameters, because I have to have that framework within which I can file away all the details as I encounter them, and to know how to uh, apply them. Uh, uh, what, essentially, what the Rechal just said is that if I want to have a, a clear understanding of the basic concept itself, I'm not going to be able to apply it because the application of any concept is about getting its details, and I can only get its details if I have a place to file those details away. The shchita to me is like a blurry kind of, you know, I never really grasped this idea. That um, shchita is being mati or something is creating a hetar. I just you know, it's just a rule that you have to follow. You can't eat until it's dead, and just this is how you kill it. But I, I never really grasped this concept that shchita is creating a, like a halachic change, what we call a matir. I never got that clear in terms of the basics. So a lot of the the the, the sugis discussions, the details of shchita, when I can them, I, I'm going to be very very lost in. You know, when we talk about the shchita ongoing, the shchita happened at the end. So I, I'm never going to be able to understand that if I didn't grasp this idea that Shechita is really effectuating something. Shechita is creating what we call a chalois. It's creating a, a halachic change in status. Not just that Torah says you can't eat live animals, you can only eat dead animals. 
And there's just a rule. This is how I want you to kill the animal. It, that's a, it's too basic. That's too simple. I didn't get the basics clarified enough to my mind. doesn't have a clear framework of shechita. And so many details I'm going to miss out on because I don't have a place to assemble that. Okay, good, good. Yeah, let's keep moving. Um, Therefore, says the Ramchal, you have to be very careful and, and put a lot of, of, of focus and attention when you are creating for yourself the... the, the um, you know, the, 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 the parametizing and, and structuring the cloud, the, the, the basics, the olive base, you have to have a, 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 even though it's a basic understanding, but it has to be a refined and and um, clear understanding of the basic understanding, not a, not a fuzzy, hazy one. This is, And I have to be mindful, attentive to, and and um, very um, especially especially careful with when I set something up within those definitions within those <coughs> delineations to see what it relates to and how it relates to it what it is and what it's not and when we have that line of, okay, this is where Shechita ends and this is where the next concept begins, how those two things relate to one another. Like we gave examples, other, other, other matirim, right? Or Shechita, Shechita, Shechita's chul and Shechita's kodshim, right? Shechting our, uh, animals for our own consumption, personal consumption, and Shechita in the, in the base of Mikdash. So the same thing, so two different things. Do I set those up side by side? Is that a detail? Two different details within the one greater category? So you have to be careful with these things. After I see, if we pay attention to what the Ranchal just told us, he, he said you have to be careful of the upwards direction, what, 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 where this is coming from, sideways directions, what the concept is and what it isn't, how it relates to the, 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 the concepts that are side by side with. And then, the chain of... of uh, of the relationships between the concepts over here. The chain of generation, as we said, each concept can be traced back to a, a more basic concept, which can be traced back to something more basic. We get closer and closer to those building blocks. Building blocks. And every topic that we encounter in learning is like this as well. How all, everything really can be strung together at the end of the day in one long progression, and how I can see where th- th- this this detail I'm 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 dealing right now, I find myself getting very 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 immersed in a sugya of one of the five psalms, hagrama, very very immersed in a sugya of of um, checking the the tzavar, check, checking the animal, checking the simonim after I shecht, and I find myself in a whole discussion. What happens if I don't check? It, it, can I eat it? Can I not eat it? The rice, the rabbanon. We can get so so immersed in that we got to take a step back and say, where did this come from? What, what, what this discussion, checking, not checking, eating, not eating, where, where did it come from? It came from a discussion of the fact that 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 uh, animal is 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 not you're not allowed to eat until you do shrita. Okay, so I guess there's a basic question: Did I do shrita tonight? Did I not do shrita? And ah, I see. There's a the the, the the above that. There's there's a, there's a, there's a more basic concept which is. 
what happens if I think I did a shkita, but I'm not sure if I did a shkita. What was I up against? What do I have? What's arguing on this side? What's arguing on that side? What do these are? What, what does this look like? Chazakas. What is a chazaka? And I have to trace that further and further and further up. That's going upwards. What's generating these concepts? Till we have the ultimate. What's the ultimate? We want, says the Ramchal, and this is what he leaves off. This is he essentially finished his treatment of, of, of approaching learning. And then the final paragraph, which we're up to right now, he's going to just segue us into Der Hashem. This is what he leaves us off with. And this is one of the most um, important points, Rabbi Isai, in making sure our learning is refined, is, is, is clarified, and is appealing. And is satisfying to the mind. Something that we're interested in, something we enjoy doing, something we're going to come back to again and again and again. And we'll be self-motivated to do. With the Chavrus or even on our own. And that is, again, this, this chain of command over here. The upward and downward movement. The sideways ones are critical to understand the concept with clarity. What it is, what it isn't. What's on the side and how they relate tangentially. Or, or, or uh, in a secondary way, or maybe even a primary way. But after that... I always have to be able to trace things back as far as I can to the building blocks. I have to ask myself, not just what's going on over here, but what's, what's generating this sugya? This is a function of what? This, this idea that, that may, there may be a problem if I don't check the simonim afterwards, where'd that come from? Why? Oh, because every animal you can't eat until you know you did a shechita. But maybe I did do a, a, a good shechita. Who's to say that I didn't do good shechita? Oh, there's a Mr. Chazaka maybe telling me I didn't do good shechita. Where'd that chazaka come from? Well, why is there such a chazaka? Why don't we say the other way around? Why don't we just say that, that, that every, every animal is mutter until we hear otherwise? And what's generating that concept of chazaka? And what's generating that? And when we do that, Rabbi Yisai, our learning is so clear. Everything is strung together. You know, um, not just sideways, but up and down. I can trace everything back. And when we're able to trace things back upwards and we can trace things downwards, What's the sebum, the seva? What what is what's what's triggering what? What's generating what? Then we're not lost. Then we are very located. We're very we're very we're found. We're found, and and our learning is clear, and we enjoy it. We appreciate it. We see the beautiful, delicate interaction of everything that goes on in Tyro. and the added bonus is that we remember it much better too, because when the mind appreciates it. And the mind is able to grasp it. The mind is able to slice and dice. The mind is filing away. The mind has what to work with. The mind has what to file away. And um, the retention. The retention is much, much, much more long-lasting when we're able to do this. Memory is a function of two things, really. Memory is a function of... Re- memory and retention are a function of clarifying things, as, as the Ramachal just explained to us. Seeing what generates the ideas and, and tracing things back to building blocks and seeing the interplay of, of all the concepts together. The second thing that memory and retention is, is, is based on is a function of what is a function of enjoyment. The more the mind enjoys something, the more the mind remembers something. Um, does anyone who was into sports when they were younger or maybe even when they were older knows, you know, you get all into your team. You're into following your, this team, that team, the other team. Yeah, how many stats is the human mind capable of memorizing? How many players and stats and teams and, and, and sports? How many? A lot, a lot. That's the right answer. Quite a lot. Uh, why, do, why, why are we able to memorize this player, that player, and this season and that season, and what their record was, and what this, this how, how, many, how many RBIs this guy had in, 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 in the, uh, you know, the, 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 his fifth year of his, of his uh, career? Because we enjoy it. We get a geschmack out of it. 
And it's very, very clarified. It's just numbers on the back of a card. It's quite clear, right? All, all, all the cells are, 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 are very structured over there. When you enjoy something, you also retain it for a very long time. Uh, but they both go hand in hand because we're learning to be enjoyable. And enjoyment gives us retention. The, the um, clarity gives us retention. And clarity also gives us enjoyment. They go hand in hand. The mind enjoys having things very clear. Now, let's wrap up the Hakdami. Here we go. Based on these concepts, based on this premise, the premise of seeing concepts in themselves, in the, in the themselves seeing sideways relationships, and seeing the, the chain of generation, how each, the building blocks. I've composed for you, dear reader, the Ramchal dresses us. Ramchal's, look how much he likes us. He doesn't even know who we are, but he knows that we're interested in learning a safer. We're interested in him. He's interested in us. I compose you, dear reader. Chibur this this uh, modest minor work. This Ramchal's calling this a Chibur Katan. Chibur Katan. Okay. The Kavonasi boy My intention in this is to is to set is to lay before us to 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 set to set out over here the basic principles of Amuna va'avoida aburium. Amun and Hashem, A and B, how that leads to serving Hashem, Alburiyam, in a very clear manner. In a way that we can learn the Sefer and we can have clarity in Emuna. Clarity in how the world works, clarity in how Hashem works. And clarity in how all the pieces of the world fit together. And so that we can have a clear, understand, clear grasp, a clear picture in our heads of how everything works, how the life, how life works, how Hashem works, without any confusion and without any, without any uh, babbles, right? Without things being all mixed up, which which is what happens to us when we learn things without the concepts clarified and 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 and, and um, defined each one on its own. The dear we will learn the Sefer Bez Hashem. We will see what the roots and the and the and the results. We'll see the building blocks and where those building blocks go. And you will we will be able to acquire them in our minds in in the, in, in the best way possible. The Ramchal just told us that when we have things clear, again we will we will acquire. We'll be able to walk around. Not just appreciate sugas. We all want to walk around with sugas. People stop very often to talk to us about life, about God. I cannot tell you guys, Rabbi Yisai, when you have the sugas and Derech Hashem worked out, how, how useful, how practical, how applicable these sugas are. You, you bump into a random person who is looking to become from, who is from, who's looking for answers. Everyone has lots of basic questions in how the world works, how life works, suffering, how God runs the world, hashkacha pratis. When you have Der Hashem, Arois, when we have it worked out, we have so much in terms of basic sugis, basic topics in, in, in the basics that we can now share with others. That, that's what he co- is, he's, he's coming to give us with Der Hashem. Clear, and processed, and, and retained information in how Hashem works and how Hashem runs the world. 
says the Ramchal, not only that, if we learn Derech Hashem properly, we'll be able to use the concepts that we have in Derech Hashem to understand yet other works, other svarim, and, and other ideas. We'll have all, a lot of basics over here that we will be able to use as a foundation for learning other things. According to the brach that Hashem has bestowed upon us. What does he mean with that, the Ramchal, that we'll be able to move on from Derech Hashem to understanding other works, deeper works, more mystical works? According to the brach that Hashem has given us, what does that mean? He's just being poetic, and there's a quote from a pasuk, right? What does Ramchal mean with that? Though? Why is he being poetic? According to the brach Hashem has given us, not everybody, not everyone the same way. Very good, excellent. That's exactly what he's saying. He's saying that everyone is built differently, and everyone is different in terms of how much they can grasp and how deep they can go in understanding. Amuna, understanding mysticism, understanding Hashem, understanding how things work. And you have to know your limitations. You have to know how your mind works. But this safer will be the key for getting us much further wherever that goes. Ramchal is telling us what? Closer to Hashem. Not everyone is going to be able to go to the same heights and the same depths and the same distance. We all have different distances and heights and depths that we can achieve based on our minds. That, that's the, based on the brach that Hashem has given us. But, at the same time, what we all have in common is that Derech Hashem will help us get there. Derech Hashem will help us get there. And what the Ramchal did just say, Agav, by implication, is that Derech Hashem is within everyone's grasp. Where we go from Derech Hashem is Kabir Hashem according to the brach that Hashem has given us. But Derech Hashem itself is within everyone's grasp. Within everyone's grasp. Okay, very nice. Um, I took great pains and made a lot of effort to arrange the safer in a way that I felt was 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 um, appropriate, appropriate, proper, and 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 correct. And I wrote the safer. I chose my words very carefully. The words that I felt would capture the concepts in the best way possible. In order for the reader, for you, dear reader, to be able to grasp the concepts in the, in, in the way with, the, with the, the, the intention that I want to give them over, to really understand the concepts in the best way possible. So Zeramchal is telling us he chose his words carefully, and he's also giving us Agav a lesson in, in teaching is that words have to be chosen carefully. Forethought has to come in. Not only we speak, but all the more so when we write. When you speak, you don't always have to, you don't have the options of stopping and Selecting your words very carefully, you have to do your best. But certainly when somebody writes, a lot of thought has to be put into the words that he chooses because you want to try to capture the concepts with as much accuracy as possible. Sister Ramchai really tried. Alkane, if that's the case, what's the napkin that he's just is he is he boasting? No, he's not boasting. Is he trying to impress us? No. He's trying he's telling us the following. When you learn the Sefer, I put a lot of thought into writing with as much accuracy and precision as possible. Learn the Sefer with accuracy and precision. Pay close attention to what I say and what I don't say, the words that I use and the words that I don't use. And to be very, very, very vigilant of this. Very mindful. Pay close attention. Very attentive as you learn through the Sefer. Don't pass by any nuance, any, any inference that you can make, where I, the way I chose my words, how I said something and how I didn't say something, a discrepancy perhaps. I said, I used one word over here and a different word over here, says the Ramchal. It was all, with, it was all premeditated. Pen, and and, and pay close attention to how I write 
Learn this with the same accuracy and precision that I composed it with. Lest you mess out on something which is a critical detail. Therefore, learn to the to the degree of uh, which you are full, uh, the most capable of in, in your attentiveness and making the uke making those inferences as best as you can, picking up on things and 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 analyzing how I wrote and what I wrote. And then, if you do that, you will find the manoyach the rest and the peace that you are seeking. What's manoyach? Rest and peace and calmness. We want information, not rest and peace and calm. Again, he's referring to the seichel. The seichel wants to be at a state of menucha. The seichel, for the seichel to learn properly, the seichel has to have menucha. It has to be tzifriden. It has to be at ease. It has to be at peace. Our minds have to be in a state of tranquility and serenity, in a state of peace and menucha. And that comes, again, from clarity, that comes from sharpness, that comes from learning with accuracy. And the Ramchal says, I wrote with accuracy, therefore you have to learn this with accuracy, and that will give you your mind, that menucha. Behold, I have decided to call this work Derech Hashem. Why? This summarizes how Hashem works. Hashem. Remember we said Derech Hashem is the sugi of Hashem. We're starting from Hashem. Understanding Hashem. And thereby, by definition, understanding everything. Based, uh, and we're understanding how Hashem Himself works, how God works, based on his, what the prophets have told us, what we see in the Torah. And Hashem, through what Hashem is and how Hashem works, how Hashem creates, governs, and runs the entire world. I've divided the Savior into four sections. The first, first, it's discussing the universe in general, God and the universe, the basic uh, understandings of the the nature of God and the universe and everything that's in the universe. Habez, Bahash Gachosi is Barach. The second section is how Hashem runs that universe, the system within which Hashem runs that universe that has been created. Hagimbal Benavua. Third section is prophecy. Ba'adal ba'avoyda, the fourth section is, is finally how man is supposed to serve God. Those, that's interesting for those four, like the first two we understand, defining the universe, defining God, defining the universe. The second one is how Hashem runs the universe, then prophecy and man, that seems to be like a little bit too specific. Why is the third one prophecy and the fourth one is man? I'm sorry, man's, man's job. So well, as we come to those sections, we'll, we'll speak that out. Or maybe, maybe when we begin the Sefer properly next week, we'll speak that out, why those are the four main topics over here. Va'ato Ochi, you my brother. That's very flattering. Ramchal is referring to us as Achi, as his brother. Quite quite complimentary, quite flattering. All those of you, my brethren, who are seeking Hashem, follow this path that I have established for you. Follow this path. Hashem will be with you. Hashem will give you eyes to see, and ears to, to, to um, process. Wonders for Hashem's Torah. Amen may be the will of Hashem. And Ramchal ends off his instruction by giving us a very nice bracha. We should have should be gebenched. I just want to point out one thing. Ramchal is being quite flattering with addressing us as his brothers. And he says, come with me on this journey. 
what what he is doing more than just being you know he's not just coming to flatter us and make us feel good. He's saying that what he's developing for us in Derech Hashem is a side by side shared journey. Meaning, the Ramchal is inviting us along to accompany him as he develops this for himself, and he's inviting us into his thought process. That's what he's telling us. And he's essentially becoming our Rebbe. For the rest of the Savior, he's going to be our Rebbe. And what does it mean? What's the, what is a Rebbe really all about? We'll wrap up the Hakdama with this idea, because we just wrapped up the Hakdama. What a Rebbe is there really to do, the Rebbe's job at the Talmud, and therefore the Talmud's job in sinning by the Rebbe, is the Rebbe's there to, to allow his Talmudim to get into his head, to get into his mind, and to accompany him on a journey of development. How this leads to this, leads to this, leads to this, leads to this, how he approaches, how he analyzes. And the Rebbe lets the Talmud see that in action. The Talmud sees that in action. The Talmud absorbs that, osmosizes that. That's what the Ramchal is telling us over here. My brother, he's putting us side by side together with him, letting us get into his head. Come with me on this journey. He is developing this for us. We're going to get a glimpse into how you take a sugi apart, how you develop something, and how you put into, into action everything that the Ramchal told us about in the introduction. The ideas have to be clear, and we have to have the building blocks. You start with the building blocks, and what this generates, what this leads to, what this begets, what this spawns, etc. So the Ramchal is inviting us to work side by side to get into his mind from now to the end of the Sefer, and he's giving us Siyat Deshmaya, and we should all have that Siyat Deshmaya. Amen. Thank you all for joining. Okay, so next week we will begin the Sefer.